You're listening to the Mom Inspired Show, episode 306 with Amber Sandberg. Welcome to the Mom Inspired Show. I'm your host, Amber Sandberg, and this show is created to inspire, encourage, and add a little extra fun to your day. Well, hello, you guys. I'm super excited to be here today. I'm going to be talking about why it can feel stressful when kids go back to school. So many moms that I've been talking to are just like, all right, I'm ramping up for school. I'm getting ready. I feel stressed. I feel overwhelmed. All these things about getting back into school, even though so many of us are like, when does school start? Can we get back into a routine? So it's interesting, right? That we get super stressed or overwhelmed and we have to like do this whole production to get going back into school again. Uh, For those of you that know me, you know that I live just right outside of Nashville and we went back to school early August. So I'm now a month in and, you know, for those of you that your kids just went in after Labor Day or right before Labor Day, um, you may really be feeling that ramp up and might be feeling overwhelmed. So I wanted to do this episode because I just want you to know that you're not alone. I can't tell you how many people I've heard this from that they're just kind of like, this is so much. I feel stressed out and uh, I don't know. It's it's interesting, right? Like it's just fascinating to me because... I feel like when we're thinking about going into the summer, we do like the idea of summer, but all that unstructure is really challenging sometimes for the summer, especially for specific kids, especially for specific moms. Um, You know, some people just don't do well with that unstructure. So some of you may thrive on that and some of you may not. And so here we are going back into school and we're thinking it's we're ready to have our me time again, to get our stuff done, to see friends that we've had to push off because our vacations are not lining up. The camps aren't lining up. I don't know. I feel like it's so easy to not see friends in the summer when you think, oh, this should be really easy to see friends. For some reason, it's not. Not for me anyways, and not for people I know. Unless your kids are doing like things that are similar at the same time, then you most likely will see them. But maybe you push off projects and you're just like, okay, I'm just going to not do it for the summer, but once they go back to school, I'm going to do it. Same with working out. Maybe you found yourself not working out as much as you normally do. And now you're like, okay, I have the normal schedule. I can do it. So then you think, so why am I so stressed out? Like, why is this overwhelming? You know, school rolls back and here we are just like, ah, like why, why is this happening? So I wanted to give you guys some tips to ease back in. Um, one of the things that I noticed that can bring up stress is lunches. And I know that sounds so silly, right? But for those of you that know, you know, right? So there might be some of you that are like, I got this nailed down. This is not a problem. But I feel like this is a problem for a lot of moms. They, like just getting back into that rhythm of making lunches, having lunches, what are we going to feed them? We don't want to just feed them junk food, but then what can we give them in a lunchbox that they can heat up? I mean, it just goes on and on, right? Having the food on hand, what will you make for the kids? It's like, I have no idea why this is so stressful, but it is for many moms and this comes up a lot. So you also have to add in, can they have nuts in their class or at, in the cafeteria. Some people can, some people can't. That makes a big deal because if you are used to giving your kids nuts, like, like almonds and cashews, whatever, right? You're like just nuts and cheese or whatever, or peanut butter sandwiches. That's an easy lunch. But when you can't do that, you then have to be creative and figure out what are you going to give them, right? Like your kid may be like, I only like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. And now you can't give it to them. And now you have to think, okay, what kind of sandwich am I going to give them? And they don't want deli meat sandwiches. And so the stress cycle begins. So 
A few things I want to add is be okay with letting them buy lunch. If that makes your life easier and they're good with buying. Now, some, some kids may be like, I don't want to buy. Okay. So that's a, a whole diff- a different issue. Um, but I honestly prefer my girls to eat from home, but I do realize that Mondays roll around and I don't prefer to go to the grocery store when it's super busy on a Sunday morning after church to get deli meat and stand in a long line. So if I have not grabbed lunch meat Friday, it most likely is not going to happen. And so I have to be okay with being like, okay, let them buy lunch on Monday if I don't have the lunch meat. And so then Monday I can go and get the food that I need for the week. So you may have different days that that ends up happening for you, but let, let yourself be okay with that kind of stuff. I think when we're trying to go into this and being like, it has to be perfect. It has to be amazing. And then, you know, we're completely stressing ourselves out. It's like, just build in whatever that is. Now, maybe for you, it's, it's a no-go. You can't do buying lunch. It's too, like, maybe your kid has allergies and it's too risky. What is that easy button option for you that would be buying lunch for someone else? That's what I want you to really think about right now. What could you do to make it easy when you don't have everything on hand? And, you know, sometimes I, I like to buy fruit for the girls and cucumbers and stuff like that. But if it's gone bad or they ate it over the weekend, they don't have it for Monday. So again, it's like, what am I giving them? So you, if you find yourself that you don't have on hand what you would like because it's more fresh, like produce or meat and stuff like that, what is something that you could have that you know you always have on hand um, that can last the shelf life is a little bit longer that you're like, okay, this is what they're just going to have on those days that, you know, you may not be able to give them the kind of lunch that you want. All right. And there are so many websites and I know one of my friends, she bought a book about lunches. Um, so there's so many resources. So if you are completely like at a loss and you have no idea, there's Pinterest ideas, there's books, everything's out there. I would just start looking and just pick like three ideas that you can rotate through. So you don't feel completely stressed out. I would think outside of the box with lunches too. I think people just think they have to have sandwiches. Some kids don't want to eat sandwiches. I know my youngest did not want to eat deli meat sandwiches when she was younger. I had to give her hummus, um, hummus and pita and hummus and crackers maybe. Um, so just think about that, right? Think about fruit, hummus, veggies, crackers, cheese, some kids like hard boiled eggs. Um, I know some kids that are carnivores, they like the beef sticks, like the, um, you know, th- there's so many good options for beef sticks, uh, not just jerky, but um, like good quality products, salami, nuts, if you can have that, or if you can have it inside the class or your school, cut up chicken. Some kids do better with cut up chicken, even if it's cold cut up chicken, right? They could dip it in a ranch. You can dip it in a tzatziki sauce. They can dip it in hummus. You know, just thinking outside of the box to just give you some ideas. I am not a person who would come up with a recipe book. So I'm just throwing out ideas for you guys because I'm in the same boat as you. I, I'm not a person who's super creative with all these different food ideas. Um, but that's just kind of a handful of ideas that if you haven't thought about them, hopefully they help. If not, like I said, go to Pinterest, uh, you know, check out books on Amazon and stuff like that. And I know there's just so many ideas. Oh, I did want to say, you know, you could do bagel and cream cheese. You could do healthy muffins, you know, just something that just thinking outside of the box a little bit that they may eat at home and you're just not really thinking, oh, that could go into a lunch for school. I think that's really the trick is like, how can you give them the food that they eat at home, but for school? And if you have to modify it a little bit, you know, then just make a little bit 
of tweaks and changes here and there, and you may find something that works for you. So that's my main point. Okay. So second, I, I think that the thought of getting back into our routines and, you know, as the family, not just the kids, but us can be a little bit of challenge, even though that sounds like a good idea, but like going to bed and getting up. I know that is such a challenge for people when they're coming from summer and it can still be light out. For us, it's hard because it's still August, which is crazy to me that we still go to to school that early. Um, You know, to me, it's like summer. And so trying to get them to go to bed, it's still light outside, but you know, as it gets darker, that gets a little bit easier. So one of the things that I you know, like to tell people is ease into the bed thing. It's hard to go from like 9 p.m. or later to then 7.30, depending on how how old your kids are. So if you're finding it hard for your kids to fall asleep and, you know, back down their sleep schedule by 15 minutes, like at a time for a few days until you get into the time that is ideal for them. You know, you will see if they're kind of melting down, breaking down, because they're exhausted. And if they're waking up super tired, then their bodies just may naturally adjust. But if you feel like they're not, then just kind of help them. But I don't think it, I don't think it goes well when we try to just jump from, oh, you're staying up really late to going to bed really early. It's like, they're just sitting there looking at the ceiling. And I think this really stresses out moms and families to all of a sudden switch bedtimes. So I think it's just going to look messy for two weeks, at least, you know, while you kind of figure that out, what does it look like? And know that your kids are probably going to be exhausted the first week and probably cranky. So I just suggest don't have a lot of plans like Friday nights specifically and Saturday mornings, if you can avoid it to just let them chill on Friday night. I know that a lot of you guys have sports on Saturdays, so that may not work. So if you don't, if you do have sports, I would really recommend try to just leave white space on Friday night. Just let it be like a chill night. Maybe you play a game, watch a movie, try to get them to go to bed earlier, they probably will be super tired because it's the end of the week, especially at the beginning when they're not used to going to school all day, using their brains the way that they're using them when they go to school, they may be ready to go to bed. And then they may not even need to sleep in Saturday morning. So if you have sports or not, but if you do have that luxury that you can let them sleep in, let them sleep in, let them just kind of have that time. You know, I like to leave white space, especially at the beginning. I know not everyone's schedule allows for it depending on what you're doing, but I like to try to do that as much as possible the first few weeks because it helps with the transition with going back to school. I think when you have everything so jam packed and then they go back to school, it's like they can't catch a breath and they can't always communicate that they need that downtime right? So if you're a parent that likes to go, 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 and you don't realize your child does not thrive on that, they may be drowning and they don't know how to articulate that they need you to not overschedule them. So that is my recommendation to you guys in regards to getting back into that room, especially in regards to bedtime, getting up, being super cranky, super exhausted, super tired, especially if you have kids that are saying, I don't want to go back to school or I'm super exhausted. I don't like this. It's such a long day. Those are key words to listen to. And and when you hear your kids say that, again, I just encourage you, can you create some like white space? Maybe it can't be as much as you want, but where can you cut out some things or where can you not schedule something at least for the first two weeks? I think that would truly help them and not feel overloaded. Uh, Just because I think if you have everything jam-packed, 
um, it just can feel like a lot, especially for a child that doesn't do well with that. Uh, I do want to say before we jump into, um, you know, creating those routines, especially for you, not so much about bedtime, you know, maybe you're just like, okay, I have more time now. I want to get back into those goals that I put to the side when summer started. Maybe you're just feeling a little bit unmotivated. Maybe you want to get back to working out. Maybe you put weight loss on hold because you're just like, you know what? I know I'm going to go on vacations. I'm going to have friends. I'm going to have fun with my friends and family. I don't want to think about weight loss. Um, If you guys have been sitting on the fence with life coaching, I just want you to think about this. What if you could just start September off you know, ahead and just finish, finish the year strong. You know, if you are not familiar with my life coaching, what I do is I offer you guys a free 30 minute session for free that you can work with me to just get the ball rolling. So if you're in your mom, if you're a mom in your late thirties and forties, I truly have passion for you guys. If you are not in that age range, I am totally willing to coach with you. I just want to throw out there that I I I have so much passion for moms that are in their late thirties and forties. I feel like they feel that crunch. I feel like they might have parents that are getting older and then they still have the children and they're in that sandwich generation and they don't have that much time for themselves. And they might be finding themselves being at the bottom of the list. That is why I have so much passion for you ladies. Okay. So if you're like just needing some motivation, a little nudge, get on a call with me. It's 30 minutes. I know you might be thinking, okay, it's one more thing for me to do. I got to find your website or I got to DM you or whatnot. I just want to encourage you that if you've been sitting here listening, if you have heard me say this at least five times and you're sitting on the fence, I want to encourage you to just reach out. I know that it's so easy to do this. I mean, how many people just scroll through Instagram and they see things and they never like it. They never comment but you're you're truly interested. I get it. I can I can do that too. And so I just want to encourage you to just take a moment for yourself. And don't put yourself last. The kids are back in school now. There are no excuses. So if you're like I want to lose this weight, like I don't want to go into my 40s, or maybe you're in your 40s and you're like I thought I was going to lose this weight by now, or maybe you're just like, you know what? I want to figure out what I want to do with my life. I don't want to keep working this job, or I want to start a new business, or you just feel like you're in a rut and you're not living the life that you want, jump on a call with me. You just go to mominspiredshow.com/coaching and you find a time that works for you. We will jump on the call and you will leave that session with steps to start taking action the moment you get off. If you're kind of like, I'm on Instagram, I don't want to email you or I don't want to find your website. You can find me at mom inspired living DM me if you have any questions and we will chat, leave me a voice memo if you want. You know, if you've been hemming and hawing and you just don't know what this life coaching is, or you're just like, this is really too many steps. I'm so busy. And you're telling me to do one more thing. Then go to Instagram and message me there, mom inspired living. Um, but I just want to encourage you guys, you know, I myself as a coach, I get coached and I hesitate to even get coached myself. I'm like, oh, do I really want to work that in my schedule? But when I do it, I'm so glad that I did, that I took that time. It's like working out when you're like, I don't know, like I could just do other things or I could just relax. But then, you know, when you work out, you feel so good. It feels kind of like that. So if you can just trust me, if you've been listening, I'll tell you, I've had people reach out to me and start working with me and they've been listening to me for years and I'm like, how many episodes did you have to listen to to finally be like, okay, I'm, I'm just going to reach out. So 
if that's you, I'm, I'm talking to you. So reach out mominspiredshow.com forward slash coaching, or if it's easier for you, you can just DM me at mominspiredliving. All right. So the last point that I want to make is I want to tell you, I want to tell you guys to give yourself grace. For me, my oldest started middle school and started volleyball at the same time. And man, was it a huge adjustment. I expected it was going to be a huge adjustment for her. What I didn't expect that it was going to be a huge adjustment for me. And why is because no one told me this, that in this area, that when you have games, you're driving them. So where I grew up in Michigan, you rode a bus. Your parents were not driving you all over the place. I, I don't think it would happen. I don't think, I don't think I would have been able to play. So I didn't realize my days after three o'clock were going to change and they did. And she has practice almost daily. And if not, she has games and the games can be far away. And here's the kicker too. She has more homework and studying than she did in elementary. So that means more meltdowns and she gets really tired because she's in volleyball. So things will ease up when volleyball ends, but here we are starting both of them at the same time. And it's a lot. And I realize it's okay. Um, to kind of feel like, wow, you know, I, I wasn't expecting this. I didn't prepare myself and it's all right, but I have to figure out what can I do to support her and help her not feel overwhelmed and also not let it impact me and me just go down the rabbit hole with her, you know, because my schedule has changed too. So, you know, with me picking her up and going to her games, a lot of times it means it's right in the middle of dinner. So I just have to say to myself, this is only a couple months and things will just look different. And I'm going to do my best, even though it can be stressful. So if you can think about things that can set you up for success to make things more smooth, that will help. Like for me, I need to think about what are we going to eat early on so that I'm not running around after the game when everyone is starving. Also thinking at the beginning of the week, what foods can I get to have on hand in the freezer? Meals that are frozen so that I can just heat them up when I get home. So if you know that this is just a season in your life, you might want to budget more to maybe grab food like when you're out and just know this isn't how the whole year is going to look. Just give yourself that grace that things are going to look wonky and not how you had hoped. So you may not have volleyball. You may not be in middle school, but if you find yourself that um, they're in whatever sport, I don't know, soccer's coming up and stuff like that for school sports for middle school here um, or whatever, whatever sport or, or theater or, you know, you name it, whatever it is, dance, um, just give yourself some grace, figure out what you need to do. And it may not be what you normally like to do, but like, what can you do? I always say this. If you've listened to me long enough, you've heard me say, what can you do? That's B minus. Okay. So that like, it gets the job done. It's not perfection, but it allows you to not be so stressed out that you're like losing your marbles on everyone. You know what I'm talking about, right? When you, when you start to get so overwhelmed and stressed, now you are losing your marbles, just like your middle schooler. Okay. You're, that's not going to help anybody. So like lessen the expectations, make it be minus, just have a little bit of planning to think about like, what do I need to do and give yourself some grace, especially at the beginning. And so you might just like kind of been dreaming for the past month that you finally are going to be like, Oh, I'm going to have time to myself. And then you find your day disappearing so fast just keep in mind that you are trying to cram like three months of summer, right? Into the first week or two of them going back into school. So you're not going to see all your friends that you missed and get all the projects done in those two weeks. So I say, don't have much expectation for those first two weeks. Just get into the rhythm. 
Try not to freak out on everyone. And I call that a success. You know what I mean? Like get your kids situated. It may even take a month. I know for me with switching into a different school, like middle school, going from elementary to middle and then being in a school sport is taking more than two weeks. I feel like if if they were just still in elementary, it kind of would take two weeks. This was more like a month to get used to the pace. So just know that in the case you're just like have a kindergartner or middle school or a high schooler, and you're like, why, why am I not jumping back into this? How I normally am. Just give yourself some grace with all of this and just look a few weeks out and start planning on seeing those friends, figuring out where you can do those projects and getting your workout routine back into your calendar. And then if you, and then if you get those things in earlier, like in those like first two weeks, then awesome. But if not, it's okay. Give yourself that time to transition. I just think a lot of times we just are like, all right, the kids are back into school. I'm going to see everybody. I have so many hours in the day. I'm going to accomplish so much. And then all of a sudden you're looking at your watch and you're like, oh no, I need to get in the carpool lane or they're getting off the bus or whatever. And you're like, wait, what did I just do? I mean, if you're not one of those people, then that is amazing. But for the rest of us, I think that just happens. You're just kind of like, you just think all these hours, it's because you're just not used to it anymore. And you just kind of had these unrealistic expectations once the moment school started. So just look ahead at your calendar and figure out. So let's just kind of like recap here, right? Lunches, think outside of the box. What can you do? What kind of food can they eat? You know, it doesn't have to necessarily look like a traditional lunch, It's like, what can you put in there that you know your kids will eat, even if it just looks kind of like finger food or go to Pinterest, buy a book, make yourself, make your life easier. Okay. Like just be easy on yourself for that or let them buy lunches. Um, Second bedtime, ease back into the bedtime, you know, back their sleep 15 minutes at a time. It's like a baby, right? Like that's just what we got to do. And um, just don't jump straight in and give yourself some white space if your kids are super exhausted and cranky and um, just allow for that downtime to happen. And then last, give yourself some grace as we go back into school, getting into that routine and the schedules and just thinking, oh, I thought I was going to be like working out already back into it first week, boom, 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 getting my projects done. I thought I was going to paint the whole house. You know, I thought I was going to see five of my friends. I thought I was going to, you know, do everything give it some time, give it at least two weeks, if not a month. And, um, I feel like that you'll, you'll, you'll get there. So, um, I hope that some of these things help you, you know, and just to let you know that you're not alone, that a lot of moms feel this and just give yourself some grace and space and just some time to not freak out with your kids. Like don't go down that rabbit hole. Hey, you guys, thank you so much for listening to the show. If you love this episode, I would love for you to tag me at Mom Inspired Living on IG Story so I can personally thank you for sharing this. All right, you guys, I'll see you next week. 